Open your cerebral cortex and shift your lobes into upper beta phase because you are going to have Bitcoin knowledge transmitted directly into your vestibulocochlear. Your host of Bitcoin Knowledge is Trace Mayer, an early Bitcoin advocate since it cost a quarter, but this is not intended to be investment advice. A doctor of jurisprudence, but this is definitely not legal advice. And an investor in core cryptocurrency infrastructure, including Armory, BitPay, Kraken, and Mitagio, but this is not a recommendation of those services. Here, you get fed via direct mind download with pure and free Bitcoin knowledge. Welcome back to the Bitcoin podcast. We have Rodrigo Batista. He's the CEO of Mercado Bitcoin. Mercado Bitcoin is the largest Brazilian Bitcoin exchange. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. So, largest Bitcoin exchange in Brazil, like how large are we talking about? Like how many we, how many users? We have about 60,000 users uh, registered, but of those uh, we have about 9,000 users that had traded at least once in our platform. Okay, nice. So there's there's actually a significant amount of activity going on in Brazil. When we're looking at the Brazilian community, do we have meetup groups? Uh, do people kind of get together? Like, yeah. do you integrate with other Latin American countries like Buenos Aires? Yeah, so Talk a little bit about Brazilian, that. Brazilian, they are a little bit different of like uh, U.S. For example, here the strongest uh, relationships that we have are all online. So we have like big Facebook groups, for example. So there's one Facebook group called Bitcoin Brazil that has about 10,000 people. In my webpage, I have about 20,000 followers and they are very active. They discuss Bitcoin online. So uh, actually, we don't have many meetups uh, in Brazil. Most of the discussion uh, is done online in Facebook. Okay. And everybody's pretty active, it sounds like. Like that's that's yeah, quite yeah. fun. I know the US Bitcoin community in Europe uh, congregates a lot online. We've got a lot on Reddit and the Bitcoin Talk forums and other places. Uh, but now the community is so large, we're having these conferences. I was here last year at the first Latin American Bitcoin conference in Buenos Aires, and now we had another one, the second here in yeah. Rio. And it, I mean, it's growing. Yeah, we have like a, a very strong relationship with the guys of uh, Buenos Aires. They were the first ones to create a foundation in, in Latin America. Now they are helping create the Brazilian foundation that was launched here uh, in Rio de Janeiro. So we have like a, a very strong community in Brazil uh, and uh, it's basically an online community. In Argentina we have a big community and they kind of like work together a lot. They are very attached. Uh, it's been working very well. You saw the, the, the conference here in Rio. There's a lot going on. Yeah, and you get a lot of these cross-border uh, work that goes on like I'm going to be interviewing uh, and I have interviewed quite a few other people down here in Rio and it's very exciting to see the integrations with Chile and uh, Bolivia and Venezuela and Argentina and Brazil like 
uh, it's almost like one big market, this whole Latin American exactly. market down here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Brazil, of course, is the biggest one because yeah, the population is... 250 million people. Yeah, 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 it's more than 200 people. But those countries, they all like it. It's good that all of them speak Spanish, Brazilians speak Portuguese, that's uh, quite similar. And uh, we all have the same needs. We have, like, governments that are very crazy when dealing with uh, monetary policy. Printing everything. Printing, <laughs> and they print money like, uh, like crazy guys and... Uh, uh, that is a problem that Bitcoin solves, and we are work together to build good solutions in each country. So, is that one of the main use cases in Brazil or in Latin America in general, like the savings, the store value component of Bitcoin, even with yeah. the volatility? Yeah, here in Brazil, the two main cases, uh, one is the, the, the savings, so people buy a lot for, for savings. Here in Brazil, for example, if you buy something in, uh, abroad, you have to pay a 6.5% fee if you pay with credit cards or debit cards. So Bitcoin is also a way to, to avoid that fee, for example. So I see that it's increasing in my platform. People uh, asking our uh, customer support how to do international purchases using Bitcoin. So I think that's about 10% of our flow. That's uh, What's pretty good, I think, and it's probably and it's increasing. And the press now they they sometimes refer to Bitcoin as a way to avoid that tax. At some point, the government will will care about will it. Care about it. But we've got major retailers now that are accepting Bitcoin, like Overstock. Uh, they take Bitcoin internationally, 200 plus countries, exactly. and so Brazil is one of those. And and so now you can buy from Overstock and get it shipped in. I mean, what are the major retailers in Brazil, electronic retailers like Amazon? I mean, do you even have Amazon in Brazil? Uh, they are launching in Brazil now. The biggest retailers, they, uh, I've been talking to some of them, they still are very skeptical about Bitcoin. Uh, but it's my job, like, convincing them and going there and explain, explain again. I believe that in 2015 we're going to have the very big guys. We already have, but most of them are very small startups or, or very small uh, online stores. But what they, Brazilians but... do usually is that they pay uh, for stuff that they buy abroad in Europe or U.S. or even in China. People say that Bitcoin is prohibited in China, but there are a lot of websites that take Brazilian bitcoins uh, <laughs> uh, for their products. So the people that buy bitcoins to do payments, they do payments abroad, not in the local market. Interesting. And so the local market will, because they don't accept the bitcoins, they might be at risk of losing market share uh, because they don't accept bitcoin as a payment. I think so. But like everywhere else, the number of people that use Bitcoin to buy uh, goods is still small, but it's increasing a lot. And uh, I think that uh, what I see here, uh, some of those big retailers and even the big payment processors in Brazil, they are already thinking about it. Definitely, it's something that's going to change uh, next year. So you've had a little bit of legal fun down here in Brazil. From what I understand, you had uh, you had a bank account, and the bank tried to close it, yeah. which is happening often in the U.S. Yeah, What'd you exactly. do about it? So I don't know how exactly it works in the U.S., but here uh, banking is a public service that the government allow 
the banks, the institutions to operate. And what we did, they closed the account, but we went to court to fight them. And uh, we won. And uh, the judge said that they cannot close our account with no reason. So uh, the bank did not give a, a proper reason for, for the court to, to close our account and they had to reopen it. And now for them to do something, they need to somehow uh, to make it new, the decision of the court here in Brazil. So we now have like a stealth account that can be touched by, by the bank. <laughs> you, you have a bank account that's very protected. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that's, uh, exactly. <laughs> that, that, that's actually very encouraging probably for your business. Yes, uh, It exactly. gives you a lot of, you might not necessarily know what the regulators are going to do, but you at least know that the bank isn't going to be able to engage in this arbitrary and capricious uh, exactly. uh, activity towards their public service of providing a bank account. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, if that happens again, we need to, we're going to keep fighting. We have, in Brazil, we have six banks. Uh, we have accounts in four of them, and uh, we are going to, fight a little bit more to have accounts in the two other ones. You know, just kind of going back in time a little bit, how did you get drawn into Bitcoin? Like, what, what brought you into it? Uh, I mean, it, you've been around Bitcoin for a while, and, and yeah. of all things, like, why start an exchange? I first heard of Bitcoin 2011 in a local scientific magazine. And then, uh, in the beginning of 2012, uh, I started dealing with it. Uh, my background, uh, I was uh, an IT developer for Morgan Stanley here in Brazil and uh, uh, in the U.S. I used to develop stock trading bots. And then I went to another Brazilian bank working in, in uh, electronic trading as well. So I have uh, this technology and uh, business background. I'm graduated in business and financial engineering. So. Back in 2012, when I got what Bitcoin is, when I finally understood, it took some time to me to, to understand it. I realized that it was big stuff. And then, uh, additional to start trading, I started uh, looking for people to start a business. Back there, the exchange business was the only one. <laughs> well, and, it, it's the first network yeah, effect, speculation yeah. and then merchants. Yeah, exactly. And then... We built the exchange. At some point, uh, I had to leave my job at Santander that I was working at. And I left Santander and uh, I started fully dedicating to, to the business. It is growing. It's, it's uh, very nice. And uh, we didn't get funding, for example. It's all uh, our money. And uh, now uh, we are going to the second business that is payment processing. So one thing that we're going to do in the next month is helping local merchants to start accepting Bitcoin. So that's the other business we are doing now. And also, as you said, we have a very good position in Brazil and we start uh, expanding to Latin America and maybe even uh, Europe. I don't see why we should not oh. just stay here. That's great. So you're going to start moving into the merchant acquisition space. I hope you do a wonderful job. Then you might be a potential BitPay acquisition target. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Get to work with uh, Alberto uh, Vega down in uh, Buenos Aires. Yeah, we, we're very close to Alberto. Uh, we have some very uh, good conversations. Brazil is a good market. I know that BitPay is coming to Brazil, and uh, I help them. Uh, I think that uh, one of my roles is that to help even... In, 
competitor companies to get to the Brazilian market because BitPay, for example, they have the resources to go to brands and to go to places that uh, I have no resources and uh, I, I would not mind of having a small share of a bigger pie. Yeah, that's the that's really a good way to look at the cooperation even among competitors in the space. Yeah. Like Tony at his presentation here, he, he said it's very important to focus on doing something and doing it extremely well. Yeah. And so BitPay, you know, they focus on merchant processing. But even within merchant processing, you could focus on the U.S., you could focus on the EU, you could focus on Latin America. Even within Latin America, you could focus on Brazil. And that's a gigantic market in and of itself. You know, even that sub-sub-sub-niche in Bitcoin. So, you know, I think the whole Bitcoin pie is really, really large of potential. And there's really no, you know, trying to do everything. You know, you try to catch all the rabbits, you never catch any yeah, of them. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> That's exactly how I think. So I think, like, everybody in the industry should focus on making it uh, easier for customers. And that's the only way of getting the pie bigger. And uh, also educating and uh, create the network that uses uh, Bitcoin to solve problems. You know, you got the Bitcoin network itself, but then you got the community network around it. Yeah, you know, exactly. comprised of exchanges and merchant processors and independent consultants and security consultants and auditors. And I mean, you just have all across the spectrum, mining, hardware, yeah. uh, swag. You got the branding and the T-shirts. Yeah, I mean, exactly. we just have so much in this in this fledgling little industry. So many yeah. things that people can be yeah. focused on and doing. And you know, having more people coming in, having a growing, expanding industry, that's just good for everybody, in yeah. my opinion. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. When you look at the Brazilian market, let's look at the things that you're most worried about. What keeps you up at night here in Brazil? One thing is. Uh, uh, it's not only about Brazil, but running an exchange business is not the easy because uh, you, you are all the time, 20 hours a day, seven days a week. You have like uh, people's money to deal with, so that that uh, that's tough. But uh, for example, uh, what makes sleep is, is, is like we don't have like tight regulations as you guys have in US. But uh, what makes me uh, up uh, uh, not sleep is we never know how our government will react. So it's uh, in U.S. Uh, it, it, even if it's the, the regulation is not good, uh, you have a more um, predictable. predictable government. Here in Brazil, we never know what's going to happen the following day. So uh, we know that it's good now that they said that they won't regulate or they won't bother us. Uh, but you never know if the following day the, something <laughs> is going to change. So that's the most worrying part of, of Bitcoin business here in Brazil. Yeah, just the kind of the inaction or the unpredictability of potential regulators or exactly. anybody. It, it's, it's nice to know the rules of the road. Yeah, you exactly. Know, to, to drive exactly. by, exactly. Uh, it's exactly. it's nice, it, and that's there. There are no like big turns on, in front of you. Yeah, that's the, the the what concerns me. On the other side of the coin, what are you most optimistic about? Like, what's the most exciting uh, opportunity for you down here in Latin America, in Brazil, in Bitcoin? I see Bitcoin solves a lot of problems that uh, people in Latin America have. 
Uh, one is it's usually very hard for them to receive and send money abroad due to uh, 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 capital controls from governments. In Brazil, they are not that bad, but as I told you, uh, we have like a, a tax. If you do any purchase outside Brazil, you have to pay 6.5% and that can be avoided with Bitcoin. The remittances use case, I think it's huge, but even Mexico, for example, it's not being used basically because Bitcoin is very hard yet for people to understand. But I think that it's a very big opportunity. In Mexico, it's a, a $20 billion opportunity, uh, only remittances for Mexico. And it's a big opportunity in Brazil and Argentina as well. We still need to work to make it good for people that are underbanked. So in Brazil, it's between 40 and 50% of people that don't have bank accounts. It's a very good opportunity there, but we still don't have products to reach that part of the, the population. But at some point, I'm sure it's gonna become very easy for them as well. I don't know what, what the channel is going to be, if it's uh, smartphones or, or even uh, uh, regular uh, uh, cell phones. But at some point, uh, we're going to reach that public as well. Yeah, I, I know with, man, you look at the percentages of underbanked or unbanked and the ease of use with things like Bread Wallet on the smartphone or 37 coins yeah. that is doing SMS Bitcoin transactions. Like Bitcoin's a protocol that, that's able to layer over a lot of these other technologies. And exactly. man, it, it can just become very efficient, invisible glue for moving value all over the place. Yeah, exactly. I think that solutions like Terasever Coins, for example, they are very good, but uh, I don't think they are still are the, what the market needs because uh, still people need to receive Bitcoins from someone else and people need to learn how to do the commands to send coins or to check the balance. Uh, but I think we are uh, on the right track with products like that. Well, it's been very enlightful. Thanks for... Uh, being on the podcast with us, we've had Rodrigo Batista, the CEO of Mercado Bitcoin, the largest Bitcoin exchange in Brazil. Thanks for being with us. Thank you very much for, for the conversation. Be sure to get a copy of the free Bitcoin guide at freebitcoinguide.com. Got a question or suggestion? Record your voice at bitcoin.kn. Don't be shy. To help the show, share Bitcoin.kn with friends, post about it on Reddit, and otherwise, spam the interwebs. Your iTunes comments and five-star reviews are very important to us. Please continue tuning in to the Bitcoin Knowledge Podcast, where we release interviews with the top people in the Bitcoin world. Now take some choline and let that Bitcoin knowledge consolidate. Yeah.